Did Dave die? Look at it. It looks like his eyes are closed. No, Dave? I'm thinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you died. What's going on, guys? On this episode of Drugs and Stuff, Dave joins us remote from his vacation in France. We start out talking about North Americans. I had several clients competing last week. Uh, by the way, shout out to Austin Matter, my client from Classic B, who managed to earn his IFBB Pro card. We did it, brother, and I look forward to working with you in the IFBB ranks. From there, we tackle a bunch of your listener questions. What kind of an effect would an SSRI uh, serotonin reuptake inhibitor antidepressant have on your bodybuilding, then test no ester used as a pre-workout. Do HCG and Proviron have a place in post-cycle therapy? Growth hormone at three larger doses versus smaller doses spread out every day of the week. Multiple low compounds versus more of just one, plus a bunch more guys. Like I said, comment below with your questions. We'll tackle them on the next show. And listen, if you haven't subscribed, we'd love to have you along because we have several bodybuilding podcasts each week. All right, guys, let's get to Dave. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Drugs and Stuff with Dave Crossland. I'm Scott McNally. All of our programming is brought to you by truenutrition.com. You could use our code THINK for some additional savings. We are talking to Dave on remote. Dave is on vacation. Uh, he is in France. Where Where are you in France? So I'll probably say this wrong, so I apologize to anybody who I insult. Poi de... Picardy or Picardy. I'm not quite sure how you say it. So okay. about an hour and a half south of Calais. Do you speak French no. at all? Okay. Shit. Okay. Absolutely shit. The thing is, I speak a little bit of Spanish, but I mean, only a really small amount. And I keep defaulting to Spanish when I try and speak French. Oh, that's got to be really confusing. They're like, oh, people shit. are probably like uh, offended. They're like, Does, he doesn't even realize he's speaking French. Spanish. I, I'm, I'm fucking useless. I'm I'm not good with languages at the best of times, uh, and I find it incredibly embarrassing as well. I don't think you know. I think you should make the effort, but I am literally useless. All right. Well, we have uh, a, a bunch of questions. We tend to go quite. We tend to go quite rural as well, so it's not even like you tend to find English-speaking people where we are because we're proper. I mean, the campsite we were on before we got here is literally in the middle of nowhere. No kidding. I can tell. I can There's tell nothing. by our. I'm surprised we even have an internet connection right now. This oh, is no, a miracle. We're, 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 quite near, we're quite near a nice little town where we are now. The town's only five minutes walk down the road. Oh, okay. But the other place, the nearest town was oh, 12, 15 miles away. Okay. Well, we have a bunch of questions today. You guys had posted a bunch of bodybuilding steroid questions on the previous episode. Uh, if you want to take part in the next show, then comment below in the YouTube and we will tackle your questions on the following episode when Dave is back uh, in jolly old England. Uh, mm -hmm. But for now, Dave's on vacation. You sent me this picture. Uh, I wanted to talk about this and I had some stuff I wanted to mention before we got to the questions. What am I looking at here exactly? That is Christmas cabbage in his swimming trunks. Well, he's swinging thong. Yeah. <laughs> so you took him, you, you literally took him with you. Yeah. People want to know what also, Christmas cabbage also, is. also doubles as, doubles as a face mask. Oh, nice. That's classy. <laughs> no, That's no. Classy. <laughs> I, uh, I have a lot going on myself this week. Um, and actually I had some pictures cause I wanted to show you these guys. So I'm working with a guy, uh, Joe Russo is his name. Uh, he, I, I worked with him in 
through like 2015, I believe, through 2018. Uh, we ended up helping him. I helped him get his pro card in 18. Then he went to Chicago Pro in Classic. Uh, we got first call out in his pro debut. Uh, then he started uh, working with, I believe it was PJ Braun. Uh, and I would, things did not go as well. Uh, I'm really glad he came back. So we've been working together. We put. He wanted to do the Chicago Pro, which would have already happened. And I had said, let's give it more time. And we actually had been able to grow his legs. I've got a picture here. Here we go. So this is where he's at as of today, right now. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited, man. We were able to bring a lot up. So he's competing Saturday, and then this is Hamza. He just won the overall at his state level show. Uh, he you know he's not filled out right now. Uh, he's light heavyweight, and he's going to North Americans. He competes Thursday. Uh, you know, we're just starting to, to bring water down now. Uh, and we're just starting to add a little bit of carbs. And then the guy who's going to be the trickiest competes tomorrow. So get this, Dave, he weighed in for the state show, uh, at 197 because he's 5'10". Mm-hmm. Then we found out that he's only 5'9". So he needed to be 190. So we had him prepared to be 197 10 days ago. Um, and we've had to crunch him down. So this is what he looks like this morning at 189.0. And he's going to weigh in today at four o'clock and then we need to, uh, to get him filled back out. So he's, you know, he's pretty depleted at the moment. And we had to basically, because he woke up at 189, he's eating like so far he's had four ounces of chicken and a cup of coffee and that's it. But once we get him filled out, and it's gonna oh, suck, dude. This was him last week at the at the previous show, so we'll get him filled back out, uh, and, and he'll be even tighter and drier than that. But I'm freaking pumped, man. But it's a lot of work, you know what I'm saying? Mm. All these people back to back. Yeah, I've actually got a few competing this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. Well, mm. It, it, when when it comes up, when it's time, I would love to see the work you're doing, and I feel like the audience would enjoy, you know, seeing the work that we're both doing. It, so that- it's yeah, but it's not really something that I do. I, I I've sort of ended up doing this quite oddly, actually. So one's a long-term female client that's just stayed with me. Uh, one is the girlfriend of a powerlifting client who okay. wasn't doing very well with her last coach. Um, and she's got potential actually. She's, she's got potential. I sent you the pictures of her, but we've, I've, oh, yeah. we've pulled her from the, we've pulled her from the show she was doing. Okay. Okay. So we're going to give us a bit more time. Uh, and then I've got a, a Polish lash from the UK who is Credit to the girl, she is suffering at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but she was behind and we needed to get her up. So she's had two weeks of really, really hard dieting, but she is coming incredibly well. So she's just trying to last out till Friday and then she can have some more food. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I tend to avoid comp. Um, I stick where I'm, where I'm, you know, where I'm strongest, which is getting people big. 
getting like mass building. And I've seen you do a good job with that. Anytime you get some of those pictures, if you got some before and afters, I feel like we should share more of our stuff. All right. Well, we're going to jump into our questions uh, and we'll try to make this a shorter show because I don't want to take up all of Dave's vacation as much as Dave loves me. And he probably would like to spend his whole vacation with me. Uh, I want I want to, you know, give him time on his own. Michelle says that Dave is an awesome coach, by the way. I, I, I need a vacation because of you. <laughs> All right. Chris chimes in. He says, uh, hey, Scott, big fan of you personally, as well as the shows you put out. All right. I like Chris. He's a good dude. He's an all right guy. He's a creep. He's a creep. <laughs> um, brown nosing. Wonder, He's a prick. Wonder if you and Dave have any experience with, um, now I, I looked this up. I didn't know what it was. C- Ciprolex and bodybuilding it's a uh I've never it, heard of it. it's an ssri in the u.s All right. uh, it's lexapro so it's an ssri <laughs> antidepressant um so it's a serotonin stimulating drug yes yes um i feel like it's so common nowadays for people to use antidepressants and i did have a thought on it did you have you had any experiences anybody with negative consequences from using an antidepressant that you can think of offhand? From a bodybuilding point of view, the only time I've seen negative impacts have been in naturals, uh, where it's lowered their testosterone levels. Oh, I could see that. Um, I've not seen anything interactive wise with an assisted athlete um, in any way, shape, or form. Your wife is watching right now. Is she? She says, not a good angle, Dave. It's the only angle I've got. Uh, it's not any better. <laughs> You're gonna have, your arm's going to fall asleep like that, Dave. You're not going to be able oh, to do I'm that the whole up. show. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got an idea. Hang on, hang on. Uh, 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 uh. He's going to break his phone now. No, I'm not. There you go. There are you? Go. What's going on? What are you doing? I've reclined. Oh, I see. Okay. Anyway. I could see that. I could see uh, lowering testosterone levels being an issue. Uh, here's something for you. So my thought is that serotonin and dopamine work like a yin and a yang, right? So yeah. uh, if you have high serotonin, so dopamine is kind of like, the, as they call it, the molecule of more. So your dopamine is what kind of gives us the drive, the ambition, the, to go out, to, to hunt, to gather, to work, to, to, to you know, succeed and uh, to be better. And whereas serotonin gives us a sense of, you know, satisfaction and calmness and contentment. And I can tell you that I feel like in bodybuilding, in order to eat the amount of food you need to eat in the off season, there is a level of desire that you need to have. And in order to diet during your contest season, there's a level of like wanting to get it, wanting to hunt it down and and achieve that I feel like I would just say, be careful with an SSRI. I've heard people say like, hey, it's changed my personality when they take a, 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 an antidepressant. And I could see how, yeah, because your drives could change, your desires could change. And maybe you don't have yeah, that same Yeah, you could argue edge. the same, the same with DECA, though, because DECA low, lowers uh, dopamine transport proteins. Okay. Uh, so, as a result, your dopamine transport from synapse through the synapses will will be reduced. Hmm. Okay. So, if if people get a lethargy, 
while on Decker and it's not down to stuff like thick blood and such like that, it could well be down to the fact that your dopamine levels are low. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could see well, that. Your effective dopamine levels are low. It doesn't mean your dopamine levels themselves are low. It just means your effective dopamine is low because your transport proteins are low. Okay. Yeah, it was just one thought I had. Hmm? It was just one thought I had about an SSRI. Why, you know, where could it possibly be of an issue? You know? Yeah, I mean, I I don't... I I haven't had a lot of people... I mean, you will always get some people... um, but I don't think it's just as simple as the SRI. I mean, obviously, hormones have a massive impact on, on, on your mood and, and uh, your well-being. Hmm. So I think the combination for some people is is counterproductive, shall we say. Yeah. But there's, there's not particularly a negative from SSRIs and the ability of an anabolic to build muscle. Sure. I would agree with that for sure. And where I see the biggest impact from um, antidepressant medications is in naturals, um, and generally because it lowers their testosterone levels. Huh. Brandon says, um, "Be leery of using yohimbine with an SSRI. You can run into the risk of ser- serotonin syndrome." Oh, never knew that. So there I, you go. I didn't either. I learned something today. Me too. All right, you we'll learned two things today, Scott. What else did I learn? We learned about the channel tunnel and trains. Oh, yeah. We talked about how Dave's going to get home uh, before we started the show. Dave's going to go on a train <laughs> that goes underground, and he's not allowed to get out and pee while he's on the train. Right? It's all right. I have a toilet, I have a toilet in my camper. It's not a problem. Okay. Oh, you could like get, can, literally go sit, sit down I and relax. I sit on my toilet in my camper on the train <laughs> and poop till my heart's content. Uh, Mrs. Crossland, I'm sorry you have to be with him for that. Uh, this is in response to uh, us talking about uh, combining Anadrol and D-Ball on the last episode. Cool Dude says, why not skip both the D-Ball and the A-Bombs and just go with 100 to 150 milligrams of test no ester pre-workout? Well, there's lots of things you can do, but each compound has a different effect, so it depends what you desire. Yeah. I've seen, I've yeah, seen test no ester. 150 mega test base. Fucking hell, that's going to hurt. Well, test no ester is usually in oil, and it's usually kind of, it's not that bad. It's not like the, 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 the water-based. But I've seen people get mixed results. Some people love it. Some people don't. Mm, it, it's all, it's, I mean, you know, there's, there's no... Well, that's not quite true. Uh, I was going to say there's no right and wrong with what you use, but there is. Um, but at the end of the day, it's about picking the drug that gives the desire, the effect that you're looking for mm. uh, and the drug that you can manage most successfully. Mm. Um, so if you're wanting a pre-workout strength boost, there's a whole plethora of drugs you can look at from M-Trend through to Halo, Check Drops, you know, Oxys, all sorts of things. Mm. Uh, but it's down to which one you can manage and which one you get on with the best as to which is optimal for you. Sure, that makes sense. And the only way you're going to know that is by knowing what the compounds do, how they react, and how you need to manage them. Yeah. I just got – I was kind of daydreaming a little bit. Do you do you – have you eaten any French bread while you're there or French yeah. toast? French bread every meal. French Love toast? It. French fries? No. No. 
Do they have French fries in France? Well, I don't know what they call them in France. Pommes frites, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Huh. So um, I have. I love the the thing is, if I eat bread in the UK, it blows me. I don't. I don't find it particularly, you know, nice. I mean, nothing wrong with the bread itself, but it always blows me, and I always feel uncomfortable afterwards. But over here, because it's fresh every day, okay, and you get it fresh every morning, delivered. Yeah, I live off the stuff. I, I just, I just eat cheese, ham, and bread. That's all I eat on fucking holiday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Laser chimed in. He's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make connect some dots. Laser, I hope you don't mind. Laser is cool, dude. On YouTube, all right. So I said it. Uh, he says the benefits of T and E. He says he was thinking of that for the lack of toxicity that you would get from the orals. I guess there is that to an extent. There is that, but, I, I, you know, look, orals are going to make the liver work hard. There's no denying that. But I do think with a lot of orals, their toxicity is exaggerated. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you start looking at medical dosings of, of um, ape bombs, you know, it, it's one milligram per kilo for kids. Oxy. Um, and it's they will cause liver stress, yes. And and if you take the piss, then you're going to have problems. But you, you, I mean, the only person I know that's ever suffered long-term liver damage from oral use was doing 100 to 200 milligram day in, day out, literally year on year. Of Oxy? Was he using Oxy's? Well, he Oxy, Oxy's, VAR, all sorts. But the, the, the thing was, it was extremely high dosing for extremely long periods of time. I mean, if you're just taking, you know, 50 milligram of Oxy for six weeks, yeah, your liver's going to stress. But, you know, as long as you're sensible, you, you, you shouldn't really have any long-term issues. Yeah. And when you start looking at liver markers in relation to medications taken, you want to start looking at levels from antibiotics. Mm. And, and then you'll soon start to put things in context. Yeah. Uh, that's not to say you need to be flipping with orals. I'm not for one minute stating that. I'm just saying that, you know, we do tend to be a little bit hypersensitive towards orals and liver toxicity, and it's not as big an issue as people make it out to be. Um, but anyway, stop laughing because you've been taking a piss with oxys. <laughs> I'm not rising to your childish, pathetic fates today, young man. <laughs> hey, I wonder if I can fix your color here. I have some... Uh... I can, what like, problem with green? Are you, you're greenish now. You got a problem with green? Let's see here. Let's see what happens here. Oh, I like being it? green. I like that. Is that good? That's even worse. <laughs> That's a little better. Let's see. What if I adjust the uh, the gamma? I don't know what that'll do. Oh, that made it dark. How about if I adjust the color temperature? We could cool it down a little. We can it is warm it up. up there. Is it? What's the temperature yeah. over there right now? I don't know. What time is it now? It's uh, 20 to 6 in the evening. Um, it'll be high 20s anyway. Yeah. I was waiting for somebody to say that you were the Hulk with the green tone. It's, it's been yeah, said. They have done. I am Christmas Cabbage's father. So there's, there's, you know, he gets his color in from somewhere. <laughs> All right. What do we got here? Okay. So and if anyone we... says fucking ginger, they're banned from the show. <laughs> all right uh so since we had dr dean on and we talked pct 
everybody's talking PCT still. He says, uh, uh, what about HCG and Proviron only for a PCT? Uh, also, would the Proviron help with my lobita, lobita, <laughs> lobito and um, anemia? Hmm, anemia. I can't see how Proviron is going to help with anemia. You'd think the uh, steroid cycle would have. Yeah, you would have thought the gear would have, to be honest. Um, so, PCT, I don't agree with Dean and his PCTs um, in the sense that I think it's elongated uh, and I think it's unnecessarily... You you sustain very low levels of hormone for an extended period of times, which I'm not a fan of. Yeah. I, I get the reasoning behind it, that, uh, that he feels that a lot more people could actually recover naturally given the time. And, and that is potentially true. But the problem is that when you're going through a period of three, four, five months with extended low levels of testosterone, obviously maintaining your muscle masses becomes more and more difficult. And, and that's only going to encourage future and bigger cycles. So, we talk, so we did me, talk about that on the last episode. Yeah. <clears throat> we, so, that was the first but, thing we discussed. With a HCG, a Proviron only PCT, that would very much depend on what's gone beforehand. Okay. So if you've just done a you know a two gram cycle of test and decker, then you're not going to scratch the surface with that. You fucking forget it. It ain't going to go anywhere near. Okay. Uh, and your PCT would have to be much more aggressive. Now Proviron is mildly anti-estrogenic, yes, uh, and it will lower SHBG, which will create more free test. I'm not convinced providing a PCT is the best idea because the way I see it, if you elevate free test, then you're going to give the body a false signal for the recovery level of your hormones. Hmm. So I would keep providing out personally. Um, however, providing would improve your libido while you're on PCT. But sure. This is, this is the false economy. So, Proviron's going to increase free tests, which in turn is going to increase your libido. But that that can make you feel you're recovered when you're not. True. Um, so, the, the danger with Proviron is I think it can, can create a feedback loop that would make your hypothalamus and your pituitary think levels are higher than they are. Um, and though it may help your libido through PCT, I don't think it does anything particularly constructive in terms of recovery from PCT uh, and therefore gives you a little bit of false economy. So personally, I would keep it out because I would, I would want the feedback of what was really going on. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I see I see labs bringing out PCT tablets with Proviron in. And it, it's it's a bit of a con, really. Uh, and I don't think they're like, well, maybe they are doing it deliberately. I don't know. But uh, it's more to make you feel like you're recovered when, in fact, you may not have done rather than to actually aid your recovery. Um, mm. And so, you, oh, these PC tabs are really good. I felt really good. My libido was strong, everything else. And then four weeks after finishing it, you're on your ass. But you don't care because you're going back on cycle. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, to me, Proviron really needs to be kept out. Uh, but that's just my personal opinion. All right, let me see what else we got here. Okay, this is from TTK100. He is one of our Patreon people. He says, hey, guys, um, what do you think of a GH protocol where you use it only three times a week, bigger doses, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, to have better IGF? No, he says, to have better IGF response, 
than using smaller doses every day. Dorian Yates said in one of his interviews that he got the best results using it that way for muscle growth. Well, you're not going to get muscle growth. Let's let's get that right. But you will get improved recovery. You're real green. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm hooking out. That's because you've been messing around with things. Um, so I like the EOD approach. Um, and I would be more of a fan of EOD in a higher dose than a lower dose ED. Um, partly is to do with, with your own GH suppression. Uh, and partly is to do with long-term management of insulin resistance from continuous GH use. Okay. Could we do like a hike with you? Where you take like a hike, a hike. with Dave no. on, on the show? Why would you want me to walk? I don't know. Like, something. Some sort of activity. Could you do like a, where you go to like a um, a cafe and you order in English and then you no. have, it'd no. be like funny and stuff? No. I just was checking. Betsy left the room. I am on holiday. I am doing the minimum amount as possible. All right. Ooh, long one here. He says, hey, guys, longtime fan. Really enjoy uh, listening to you. And it's the only podcast that makes cardio uh, tolerable. Uh, Really grateful. He says, I have a question for the next episode of Drugs and Stuff. Um, it's in relationship to cutting. So bear with me. Uh, he says, um, I recently completed a blast of, uh, as well as a six weeks maintenance period. I am now going to a hundred, excuse me, a thousand calorie deficit currently weighing 239. Uh, and judged by the looks of it, I need to drop to at least 200 pounds considering that uh, a 95 milligram post per week cruise dose of testosterone puts me uh, above range at 1,142 nanograms per deciliter. Uh, would it be wise to go back to that dose or use a bit of a higher dose to try to preserve as much lean tissue as possible? The common consensus is that if you are not competing, then there is no sense in utilizing cutting drugs, like uh, cutting drugs cycles, and that TRT is sufficient for lean mass preservation. His current TRT dose, in my opinion, is enough to maintain his mass, though I think his calorie drop is a bit extreme to start with. Yeah, all at once. I mean, it all depends on where he is, but but uh, as in, you know, how far above maintenance he currently is with his calories. But to me, I would be looking at lesser less of a drop to start, and then drop a bit more later on. Uh, you'd be. I think one of the problems there's there's two two issues that come in with things like this. So a lot of people will say, "Oh, I went on a diet and I lost loads of size." Uh, and very often, they didn't lose any size at all. They just didn't have the size in the first place that they thought they did because yeah. they were fatter than they thought they were or they were holding more water than they thought they were. Um, and he's just done a maintenance period on a TRT dose. So so pretty much what he's got should be pretty much where he is. Um, I would have looked at 
probably a, a four five hundred calorie deficit to start with. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think the TRT would be more than enough. Um, I mean, it's not to say that in a casual cut, the, the sort of tidy up that he's trying to achieve, he couldn't still grow because he potentially could. But I wouldn't be going into cyclic doses for the sake of it from a preservation of muscle mass because I think the current TRT sticking him at nearly 1,200 is, is going to be more than enough to hold what he's got as long as he's not overly harsh with his dieting regime. Yeah, I think that no matter how much gear you're using, um, the appearance of muscle loss, like flattening out, is going to be more of an issue the harder you diet. Yeah, I, I think it's more of a, a mental thing rather than it is actually a physical thing. Um, I mean, you, you know, I get loads of clients that come off cycle, go into cuts or whatever, and they're like, oh, I'm losing muscle. I'm like, well, has your strength changed? No. Well, then you can't be losing muscle. If you're losing muscle, you'll be getting weaker. So you're not losing muscle. You're just flattening out, dropping glycogen, dropping water, or there wasn't muscle there in the first place that you thought there was. And that's probably the biggest one is that most people don't realize how much fat they are actually carrying. Yeah. Uh, and it's only when you diet that you start to understand how much you actually have to drop. If he wanted to run a cycle for his diet, I don't have a problem with it. But my oh, thought, no, I don't have a problem with it. I just don't think it's necessary. Uh, yeah, there's nothing my, wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, if, I, I still think, think he could recon. Yeah. And, and if he if he wanted to do that, though, I would try to time it up so that he finishes dieting at the finish of the cycle. Like, you know, if he has 40 pounds to lose, that's a good amount of body fat to get down. Right. So <clears throat> it's going to take more than a 12 week cycle period of time. So I would definitely at least get the ball rolling, get things moving without the gear. And then if he did decide he wanted to increase the gear you know, do it later when he's at a point where he's like, hey, yeah, I think I could finish this diet up in the next 12 weeks, you know, and then add a little bit more. Yeah, and I mean, it also depends on, on what the end goal is in the sense of once he's caught, is is he trying to maintain that? Yeah. Or, or is it for a specific event or period? Because, you know, a lot of people diet and they jump into fat burners and they jump on clean, they jump on T3 and everything else. And, and they get to the end of the diets and they're happy with the results, but then they don't maintain them. And they don't sure. maintain them because they've never they've never adjusted the diet to reflect the condition. It's always been the drugs that have created the condition. Yeah. Um, and so it all depends on what his end goal is. You know, is it, is it to maintain that level of condition? If it is, then the less drugs you use, the easier is that condition will be to maintain at the end of it because it's your structure and diet that's brought you to that point. Yeah. The more drugs you use in achieving that goal, then the harder it's going to be to maintain that position because you've relied on drugs to bring you to that point and therefore your current setup, by training and diet, is not where it needs to be to maintain that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I was, Also, I would agree with you in that I wouldn't do this huge thousand calorie drop all at once. The way I look at a diet is that you, you almost like a game of cards. You want to keep all the good cards in your hand as long as you can. If you play all your cards in your first hand, then what are you going to do down the road? You know, if you pull out all the food, yeah. what, what other options are you going to have later? So, I mean, unless he's eating massively in excess, which I wouldn't, makes sense because he said he's just done a six-week maintenance level yeah so i suspect that his calories are pretty much at maintenance then a 500 cal drop at this point would be quite effective yeah all right let me see what else we got here looks like there's a couple more 
Um, okay, comments on running multiple compounds and lower dose versus basically running one or two compounds at a higher dose uh, over 12 to 14 weeks. He says, uh, example, a little bit of everything versus a lot of one thing. Now, I've, I've seen people argue this in the past that, so what you do is you, you do a variety of compounds, so therefore you spread the toxicity of those compounds over more things. Yeah. Because obviously each compound have their own unique issues in relation to sides and how they impact you in a negative way. Uh, and that's not a particularly bad argument, to be fair. The only problem I have with that is that when things and if thing well if things go a little bit squirrely, um, you're then really stuck there with your finger up your ass trying to work out what element of what you're doing is causing the problem, mm. because there's just so much going on. Sure, that's a good point. I prefer to keep th- I prefer to keep things simple, just because it's easier from a management point of view. But I get that higher doses of certain compounds for some people can be harder to handle than running more compounds at lower doses so you get a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, so it's really down to sides management would be my argument over that. Uh, and just if something does go wrong, well, how do I fix that? What element is fixing that? Yeah. I think uh, for- the more complex your cycle is, the more complex it is to manage and sort out if anything isn't quite right. Um, if you've got two compounds in there, well, you know it's one of those two compounds because there's nothing else. Yeah. The more advanced um, you are, the more advanced you are, the better you would be able to deal with that because the more experience you've had, the more you know how these different compounds affect you. But for somebody, especially who is newer, I could see that becoming a, a real big problem real fast. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, how many times have you've, you've seen it where, you know, um, um, I've got eastern sides, um, well, what's your size? Oh, well, my sex drive shit. Okay, well, what are you doing? Well, I'm already running ADEX, so I'm, I'm going to move to letrozole. Well, no, you haven't got estrogen size. You've not got any estrogen. That's why you've got shit libido. Sure. Um, and, and that's, you know, when you've got a, a myriad of different drugs in there, all having different impacts. You, you know, for, so for argument's sake, you've got test. Main concern with test is estrogen management. You've got MAST, anti-estrogenic. You've got Primo, anti-estrogenic. All DHTs are anti-estrogenic to some effect. Yeah. So then, right, do we know where his estrogen is? Well, I've got trend. Well, I can't test estrogen then because I've got trend in there now. So yeah. I don't know where my estrogen is because I'm running a test, DHT, 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 and then trend. So I can't manage my estrogen. I like I've got no idea where cycle. it is, and it could actually be low because I'm running three drugs that are going to lower my – I've seen quite hefty cycles – running like pro levels, running like uh, a gram and a half of DHTs with five, 600 mega tests, and their estrogen's been low hmm. just from the DHTs alone. So, you know, the, the more stuff that's in there, the more stuff you've got to consider when you try and look at management. And then you put a drug like Tren in, and, and straight away you lose that ability. Well, you easily lose that ability to test estrogen. It's not impossible, but it's obviously not a test that's readily available and it is more difficult to get hold of. Hmm. Um and then you don't know where you are. So it does get a little bit complex if you put too much shit in there. I'll say at the opposite end of things, I think you can get a 
a, like a synergy as you know we'd call it in in bodybuilding between various compounds that if you were to use a smaller amount of multiple compounds that maybe you could uh, end up with less side effects if you could say keep yeah. the test low keep the trend low keep the master on low you know and use much lower doses uh, in fact, I've heard people talking about doing that, that they find that, you know, they don't get side effects as long as they keep the compound below this level. And it's like, if you're taking only like, you know, 20, like we talked about combining Winstrel and Anivar before, you know, and maybe for a guy who gets real bad joint issues with Winstrel, he could tolerate say 25 milligrams a day, but then take the Anivar to add to that, which doesn't give him the joint issues and, you know, take it from Why there. Why the Winstrel at all though? Oh, maybe you like the dryness from it. Yeah, I suppose so. You know, whatever um, you know, whatever whatever that you you like from that compound. I guess I'm saying, you know. I, I think I think one of the problems with with steroid use in general is that we seem to think that the more complex it is, the better it's going to be, and that's not always the case. I would agree. With I that. get that. I get the low dose spreading it over more compounds, but again, you've still got to look at totality of anabolics as well. Yeah, two gram is two gram. I won't be split it up. Dave, I think that that was a really good point, and I think that the audience agrees with me. Did you like that? I did. Where did that one come from? <laughs> it's in my uh, my little bank of fuck off, Scott. My little bank of that's uh, the sound best bites. one. That's the best one. That's the best one. All right. In fact, I see... think we could do a whole podcast with just that replaying throughout. We didn't even need to bring you on. You could have, you could have just kept it on your vacation. Yeah. Just right. just take a picture of me laying in me some lounger and then just have that playing in the background constantly. Put Christmas cabbage up. He'll fill in. All right. No, got... he's uh, sunstroke. <laughs> oh, oh, you didn't mention that. Anyway, let's see. Uh, he's got a quick question. He says, I have slight gyno. Not worried about it right now. Um, and he says, I just started pinning my chest. I like it because chest is my worst muscle, f um, to grow. Uh, when I pin it, it helps me, it helps my mind muscle connect. Oh dude, your picture just got a hundred percent clear, Dave. What happened? Did you do something? I don't know. Oh, and now you're nothing. And now you're all weird sounding. I think that you're, are you back? I'm on. I don't know. Yeah, I've not done anything. Okay, you look you look like you're right next door to me now, not in France. Anyways, he says, will uh, pinning it's his chest short. have any direct effect on gyno? Oh, Dave's connection. Did Dave die? Look at it. it looks like his eyes are closed. Is no, Dave I'm thinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you died. <laughs> really, I thought you were yeah, frozen. Yeah, Dave died live on air. <laughs> you know that would that would really get some hits, wouldn't it? Watch Dave die live on air. Yeah, I would have like a, you'd be in the thumbnail, you know, with your eyes closed. <laughs> It'd be good. I'd monetize we, it. We, 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 can, we could, I suppose we could stage my death during the, during the podcast and see if it increases our, you know, <laughs> views that week. <laughs> the final, um, the final right, episode. So, 
I, I get the uh, localized pain improving connection. I personally found that never worked for me in larger muscle groups because the localized pain would be too small. Yeah. Um, but I found it worked very effectively in smaller muscle groups. So I get where he's going with that. Um, so science-wise, there is a very slight increase in localized hormone levels when you sight inject. Um and stop sniggering, Scott. <laughs> and Scott, professional. Come on. <clears throat> you can do this. Are we sorted now? Have you finished? Good. Yes, exactly. Try and be for once in your life, please. Okay. No, thank you. I think I'm going to get Betsy on. She's probably better than you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. Carry on. In fact, I'll get Betsy's ass on. Betsy's ass will be better than looking at your face. Okay. I'm good. Anyway, right. So there is a very small amount of cleaved um, hormone when you inject. The physical process of injecting does actually separate some hormone from the ester physically. So you do have a very slightly elevated localized levels of uh, testosterone. But that shouldn't really have any impact on aromatized levels and shouldn't have any real impact on estrogen levels. Stop laughing. I'm trying not to, I swear to God. It was just so funny and I thought about it again. Right, you know, hang on a minute. So it is so funny that I'm dying. Oh, it's not funny, I'm feeling the love here, mate. I'm feeling the love. It's not funny, is it? Ah, oh, fucking hate you. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there is there. You're saying that there is some potential, though, like a minor potential. No, I, what I'm saying is there is a, there is a very small potential for a, 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 on a, a really on a very micro level for a slightly elevated level of free floating testosterone at the site injection. Yeah, but for that to translate to localized elevated estrogen, it's, it's just not really going to happen. Is is the bottom line? Mm. Um. What he could do, if he one thing he can do that as a localized treatment, nothing to do with his injection protocol, but just because we were talking about localized effects, is DHT cream. Oh yeah, yeah. So DHT cream rubbed into the nipple will help prevent gyno. Uh, mm-hmm. I say I've only just that's just because we were talking about localized impacts, so that's that's why that popped into my head. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suspect there's going to be any increase or, or increased risk of, of gyno from a, from a site injection of test into the chest. And it sounds like he doesn't, he's not having any issues with it now. Currently it's just been kind no. of like a long-term thing. So it's not like he is getting irritation. He's just concerned about it for mm. the future, man. I've never done a chest shot with test or with AAS. Yeah. I've done IGF. No, I've, I've, I've done, I've done test in my chest and, I, I found that the the localized information was too too small an area mm-hmm. to allow for total muscle focus. Oh, where if I injected my bicep, my whole bicep <clears throat> felt it. Yeah. If I injected my bicep, my whole head and my tricep felt it. Where if I injected my chest, it was just one spot on yeah. my chest that felt, and the rest of the pec muscle didn't feel the information, so therefore didn't massively improve my connection. But yeah. obviously, I mean, you know, everybody's different, and some people get a more generalized swelling. 
I don't think it helps. I've got a huge amount of scar tissue in my pecs, so uh, I don't think the dispersal of the fluid was ever particularly good for pec shots, to be honest. Mm. Kind of sounds like quads. You know, you do a quad shot. It's not like your whole quad, you know, in flames. Yeah. No. Yeah, that makes sense. Calves are good, though. Whew. I've never done a calf shot, period. We'll see. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Right. Well, so if I'm going to die live on TV, you can do a calf shot live on TV. I don't know about that, man. I don't know about yep. that. Yeah. 300 meg water base test. When we reach a million subscribers, I'll do that. No, come on. 100,000. Okay, 100,000. Uh, Dave. But it's got to be, it's got to be water base, test base. Sweet. Okay. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Did the peck injection burn for you, Dave? Um, That's what someone asked. Yeah, I suppose you could sort of describe it as a burn. Yeah. 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 I. I. I'm. I'm good. I don't need to do that. That's all our questions. What, what? are you? What are you going to do for your day on vacation? I'm going to die. <laughs> it was a really funny moment. Mrs. Crossland was watching the show earlier. Do you think she's still watching it? She's probably gone by now. She doesn't want to. No, she has to listen to you. Me doing podcasts. She, plus, she has to listen to you like this whole trip. You know, this is her one exactly. chance to she, get away from you. No, she, she she hates podcasts. Me doing podcasts. Does she? Does she want you to not what? do them? No, not in that sense. She just she doesn't like sitting and listening to it. She's, she she hears it all the time. She's bored to death with it. You know what I mean? I bet. And it, it's not really her world. I mean, though, she, obviously, we run Eval together, and she she's big into helping people and the medical side of stuff. Yeah. This side of stuff, she's she just not really that interested in. So uh, she just gets fed up with hearing the same old stuff over and over again. Sure. I can understand that. Um, <clears throat> oh, my gosh. That's a good question. Uh, who will get Christmas cabbage if you die, Dave? Do I take him from there? Would he be bequeathed to me no who you hell is like no not at all i'm leaving you nothing but steam off my shit boy can i have the empire from under construction one and two no what about a deep free dvd no <laughs> all right i'm having you a hard have time a signed photograph okay i would like that anyway um all right, I'm having a hard time not and laughing. And I will say, to Scott, you killed. It will say, to Scott, you killed me, you bastard. <laughs> I want that anyway. That'd be fun. You want that anyway? What you want to yeah. kill me? Thanks. <laughs> I want the picture. Feeling the love, mate. <laughs> Feeling the love. <laughs> All right, well, guys, listen. Uh, Dave's on vacation, but when he gets back, if you would like to work with him, you can go to crosslands.org.uk. You can reach out to him there, and if you're in the UK. You can get some lab work done by eval. Uh, they have their blood trampoline, their blood bus. Uh, you can come to Dave's house. <laughs> what the fuck's a blood trampoline? <laughs> you, the bounce house. That's what I meant. Visit Dave's blood bounce house. You leave house. my bounce house out of there. Uh, you can visit Dave's house uh, get some lab work done there he'll bake you some cookies and he'll spend the afternoon with you <laughs> it'll be fun <laughs> Whew, 
All right, I really have to go. I got some clients to attend to. You uh, do, yeah, quickly, yes. <laughs> guys, we appreciate you watching. As always, next week we will be back in uh, the Dave will be back in the studio, and uh, we will be back down to business. But we appreciate you hanging with us on Dave's vacation. Uh, Dave, thanks for having us along uh, in France. We appreciate you. That's all right. I can't stand you. <laughs> Thank you.